Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 239 for June 10th, 2020. This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Sorry, I wasn't ready. That was a pretty good one, though. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Klingspore, Isotunes, Tim Holliner, Levi Hogue, and Keith Decent. And also, Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. <laughs> what a. That, that bell is clear, like a clarion call. Clear as a bell. What, uh. So if that little tiny bell got a crack in it, would that screw that up like big bells? I would assume so. I, I, mean, I don't obviously, know. Obviously, things telegraph, like, you know, like. Like you make things in scale, and then when they get bigger, small problems become bigger problems. So I would assume, like like that, it be, wouldn't be as big of a problem as a big bell. But and and it's not that they don't ring; they just they're way off key, or they it, won't ring. I mean, well, it changes the, mm-hmm. the they won't ring as well, and it changes the overtones and stuff. Like if you have a cymbal, like a drum cymbal, and they crack, you know, it'll still work. Okay. But it's like sometimes it'll pick up like a weird overtone or something. You know, okay. would you have to build a tiny do- diorama for it and leave it in Philadelphia? Oh, absolutely. I was already Ooh. working on that, anyways. Fair enough. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. I guess that covers which what is your wor- which what is funny. Be- yeah. Which yeah, yeah, right. Which is funny because like the 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 Liberty Bell is basically like a bad bell, like a, a poorly made bell, but it's like the f- most famous bell in the world because it was poorly made. Kind of, kind Is of it poorly made, or did, did it, I thought? It, I, thought I thought it broke. It got broke. It didn't. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it broke for any reason other than being poorly made. Yeah, that makes sense. It was probably a bad casting. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it was a fail. Oh, yeah. you don't think the odds that somebody could have dropped it? I mean, they didn't have like a crane truck that they could have lifted it up with. I I don't remember the story. I could we could pause the podcast. And I could Google it. Ah, false. Negatory. Well, I do like it. it. seems like every week we're giving people an opportunity to write us and, and tell us why us we're wrong. We, yeah. So feel yeah, free so to I write in at council at timsway.net as to why you think <laughs> we're morons about uh, American history. <laughs> I have an excuse, of course. Because you're from Canada? I'm from Canada, yes. Oh. Um, what are we working on? Let's start with Bill Lutz. You know... Um, I did a few chores, and, and, um, and obviously I'm not I'm stalling, so I'm not really working on anything. However, a few things happened. I'm, I'm working on sharing with the community. So last week, um, I might have mentioned something about Jason Payne. The words, what have you done for me lately, might have escaped my lips. <laughs> um, but Jason wanted to correct that, and and he sent me a, a private message, which is why I'm sharing it with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that if there's any time that you ever need help with with um, website design or logos or or anything like that, that he'd be happy to drop Tim completely mm-hmm. and help me. Yeah. So Jason, thank you. I love you. That was a generous offer. And he said he, he he felt a little bit bad about it, and that I was the king of guilt. And I I want to say right now that. That's not the impression I want to give. I want you, Jason, to just drop Tim at the drop of a hat if I ask you to, but don't feel like you need to anytime until then. So yeah, there's that. There's that. Yeah. Okay. And then the second thing was, I love it when the little um, um, remember what you did a year ago thing came in, and uh, so I reposted one of my favorite all-time memories. It's uh, Phil Pinsky, Casey Lutz. <laughs> Doing a duet <laughs> in the car. <laughs> was that a year ago? Take to the airport. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. 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 So if you haven't seen that, look on my please on don't my, uh, social media on Facebook. It's not necessary. And you'll see that you'll see Phil Pinsky rocking out. I believe is the term with Casey out as a favor to her, so she wouldn't feel weird. 
Oh, yeah, because when we don't, dropped you off at the airport, that's the first thing she says. Thank goodness, honey, I don't feel weird at all now. Yeah, don't tell her I said that. <laughs> so, anyway, Phil, what have you been up to besides, you know, rocking out? <clears throat> well, that was a year ago. Um, so, uh, all kidding aside, I had a blast with both of you guys, but more honestly with Casey. Um <laughs> <laughs> What have I been up to? I've, I've been up to a lot of things. Um, specifically, uh, I, I redid a lot of my uh, irrigation in the lawn with the heads. One of them had somehow twisted all the way off. And so it got packed in with mud. And then when I noticed that, I turned, obviously, I turned the sprinkler system on. And then... Um, I was like, you know what? Let me just screw it back on. Let's see what happens. Nothing happened. And then I unscrewed it. <laughs> and then I got a face full of mud. And then what did my wife say? She said, smile. And then she took a picture of me. So that exists somewhere. <laughs> uh, I did better with the rest of the irrigation heads. Uh, what else did I do? We bought a fire table. So we were outside doing that. Tim, do you know oh, what is that it is? Like with, with a gas line, like a propane? Yeah, so it's a it's yeah. a barbecue tank that sits under there, and uh, yeah. and uh, it was great. We made s'mores, and kids love it. They had a blast, and it's uh, super efficient. Although there's no gas meter on there, so I have no idea how much gas is left in that tank. Yeah. But uh, I assume in the middle of one of our fun time nights, it's just going to end. They do, you yep. you can get those those little gas gauges at like Menards or whatever. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could also build your own. Yeah, not gas gauge, but the fire pit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a hundred and eighty dollars, and it's modern steel and glass. It's super cool, and oh, I like it. Yeah, I'll we, take a pick. when we did the, uh, I did that TV show a few years ago. And we made a fire pit on the show out of this the big. It was the what is it called the Ferris wheel, the one that goes up. Mary Grounds, the other kind. Ferris right, wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the hub of the Ferris wheel is this big steel wheel. Is about two feet in diameter um, and we basically just welded that to a steel plate and, and the plan was to make our own fire pit out of it to cut a, uh, get a copper ring and drill holes and, and plumb oh, cool. it and, uh, but we ran out of time so we ended up just like cutting up a bunch of pallet wood and <laughs> lighting out a fire inside it for the, for the TV show but uh, yeah I was I was like those they were no. pretty cool I would prefer water heaters make a great resource for uh, a big metal. People don't realize inside of a water heater is actually a big metal, like a big propane tank, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you tear you tear the skin off of it. You can take that tank out, cut it in half or whatever size you want, and there's a nice solid metal basin, yeah. That you mm. can that you can play with a plasma cutter if you wanted to, and cut some designs on the side or whatever. Weld up some feet to it. Throw in. I mean. It's, it's a huge metal tank, basically. And they're on the side of the road all the time. They kind of are. Yeah, the yeah. scrappers take them, yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of steel. Probably, and that's why they take them, because yeah. there's a big steel tank in the middle of it. And usually a couple, couple copper pipes hanging off it, which are worth almost as much as a steel tank nowadays, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred wood, but we're not allowed that in my municipality. So, like, just be able well, to burn, like, burn scraps. I get scraps all the time. And so like, you can't burn there? Nope. Huh. No. What about a wood-burning so. stove? Not that either? Or a fireplace no. in your house? Uh, you're allowed those special pellets as a retrofit to your fireplace, unless it's grandfathered. Like, oh I have God. a fireplace, but I don't... Actually, I don't think it's... Uh, I haven't used it since the entire time that we've lived here, because I think the inspector said that it would need to be lined with aluminum because there's yeah. it wasn't built properly and creosote and yada, yada, yada. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people say that to people who have fireplaces that don't want them to use it. I'm just saying. Why would the inspector care if I use my fireplace? It's the city ordinance, right? They don't want you to do it, so that's his neighborhood. What they tell them. neighborhood ordinance. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, and then, and then this was a question I asked the boys here during the uh, the pre-show: is how comfortable they felt with, uh, you know, reclaiming meaning garbage day finding something cool in the trash and pulling it out during corona and it was pretty unanimous that uh uh we don't care <laughs> we I just go care. and get it anyway <laughs> so today i found a uh, a big um dining table leaf and so it's just a solid wood panel it's it's actually maple with a 
uh, oak veneer on it, which is weird to me. Um, that was the style. That was the style. It was <laughs> the style at the time. I've had a, I've had a few of them that way. I've dug up with that, just a thin veneer on yeah. it of oak. But then the table's like poplar or maple, and yeah. which is like way more attractive than that red oak, in my opinion. But that's what I was thinking. So yeah. I was like, either either I sand off, or I plane off the uh, the veneer, or as also thing I could just flip it over. Yeah, yeah. It turns out underneath. Depends on what you need to do with it, right? Right. But, I mean, if you're doing a CNC project, it's kind of cool to have that veneer and cut through it, and you get like all sorts of different stuff, and you know. Yeah, I'm actually gonna make one of those. Uh, so another thing that I've been up to is I've been playing a lot of Minecraft with my son, who's yeah. seven. So Jake loves Minecraft, and so I set up a little server at the house, and so we can play in the same world. Uh, I had to turn off player versus player because he kept killing me. Um, <laughs> So now we can. So now we have to play. We play cooperatively, where like I build the house and he mines or whatever it is. Anyway, so we do it in the office upstairs where there's a computer. And then I use my work laptop. Um, but I was just sitting on the floor and I was using an old uh, box, like a bold diaper box, to have my mouse on. So I figured, you know what? I could make a little sit-down desk, like almost like one of those uh, like TV dinner tray things with a couple oh, like of legs a on the breakfast side. in bed tray. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. But for a computer, yeah. so this is like the perfect thing. It's a big solid wood board. I'll put some legs underneath, and boom, we yeah. could do it. So, yeah. uh, so that's my plan there. And I still have not made the art cabinets yet. I haven't mustered the energy to get into the garage. Frankly, I don't know. COVID's messed me up. I just uh, when it's nighttime. I mean, we're with the kids all the time. I'm just exhausted. So, like to muster up the energy to get out there is tough. But mm. uh, but I have to do it. I think contractually, but uh, anyways, I will. And that's oh, what I've been a, up to. Is it a sponsored video? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that contractually, yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, I have to do it, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That's weird. I, I feel like if there was anything I needed to do, because I just haven't gone in the shop for no other reason and I just don't feel like it, mm -hmm. but if there was anything I needed to do, it would be very easy to just run out of the garage and build something. But that's the thing. I'd be ready right now to go out and build that like little table to play, you know, video games with my son. But to go and to video and to finish off this thing and to, you know what I mean? Like it feels more oh, like work yeah, yeah. at this point. <clears throat> well, the, the filming that's that's still making a video adds so much work yeah. that people don't realize. Yeah. It really does. It takes away all the ability to just make something. Now you have to. You're, it's, there's an obligation there to create. Content, yeah. where even if it's even if it's for like me, who I have no subscribers, I have a very small channel, I'm not even overly concerned about it. And yet, there's a lot of pressure when you have to film something, and it takes so much longer and so much mental work to do it on even the simplest of projects. It takes it three is. times longer easily, and you're always thinking about like, okay, unless you sit there and you storyboard it, which I don't think many of us storyboard it. Um, okay, the camera's <laughs> got to go here. Okay, I already did that angle. I should probably cover this. Okay, maybe I'm going to set up a second camera because I want to see what it's going to look like from this side. So, like, it is definitely a lot more. So, for, for those of you, Tim Sway, who are doing this on a regular, consistent basin, uh, basis year after year after year, kudos. Cheers. Because it's, it's not easy. No, it's, no, not it's, easy. it's pretty time-consuming. And it's, it's definitely, like, I could make two to three times more stuff than I make. If oh, I, easily. You know, yeah. E yeah. Yeah, maybe even more. Like, it's definitely that much of a time commitment, which is why I had to start, you know, trying to monetize it, you know, just to... Because it takes so much time away from uh, from other money-making time, you know, for the business to, to make sense. You know, I had to start monetizing it. But um, I had the idea years and years ago, the cameras are better now, but I had, like, a GoPro-type camera that I rigged up to a baseball hat. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's what I'll do is I'll just have this camera on my hat and I'll just shoot a whole video like that. And I did one video like that, and it's just a shaky nightmare. <laughs> yeah, so it, just it works. Good. It works in moderation. I just ordered like a head strappy thing for my GoPro, thinking mm. that some things, like a lot of the time, I'll bring a tripod over to where I'm working to look straight down, so you could see what I'm doing. And a lot of times, my arm is in the way, or like, yeah. I'm not, I don't think. So I figured, you know what? In moderation. That view makes sense if you can keep nice and stable. Also, in Adobe, which you Premiere, can't you, while you're cutting and sanding, and you know. No, but you can you can fix that in post. A lot of that shakiness with uh, if you use Premiere, you can throw on warp stabilizer on there. Yeah, it, I don't know. I I when I see that, it's sort of 
I can see it. Like I don't really. Well, or or you can do what a lot of, a lot of these folks are doing. Um, once you get to a certain point, if you choose to, because some of the big big names still don't do this, but a lot of these guys. They're hiring people. They're becoming a team. They're, they're, there's a camera person. There's somebody to do the editing. Well, and when you have that, I believe it really does free you up. Of course, yeah. you don't have creative control, but it does free you up to actually not have to worry about that. So even if it's like, okay, stop what you're doing right now because I got you know, homeboy's got to set up the camera or homegirl's got to move the computer, whatever the case may be, you can chill for a minute. And then when they say get ready, go back and do what you were doing, as opposed to you having to be the one to do all, all that extra work. So kudos to those folks, too, that are cranking it out every day, but they're at a point now where they can use it. I know April's got help. I know Jimmy, although he does, I think, most of his editing himself, uh, he's still got the shop manager that, that helps him out and probably with the camera a little bit. And um, David, Bob, you know, a lot of these guys, Malecki, all of these guys are... are yeah, that's, that was why I I found that teenage girl right pre-COVID to come in. She came in one day, and then the world shut down, and her parents are, you know, yeah. her dad's a nurse and stuff, and it was just like, okay, well. She just actually texted me a couple days ago. She was like, hey, my mom thinks it would be okay for me to do it again if you want to. I was like, yeah. I was like, cool, we'll try to do that. Now Maddie's, yeah. Maddie's back home, too, and she's pretty good with the camera, so I was thinking about trying to get her in a little bit. Um, but then what happened, like, the, the one day that she was here, I was like, okay, I have to maximize her time while she's here so I had to like plan like what I was going to do for the two hours that she was there and this and that and that became like because I can't afford to pay her to be there all day you know what I mean and just so if you start that though I think you're going to find that I'll I'll figure it out like okay yeah you know this is going to be awesome to to have this person here to do this or whatever it might I I think what I need to do is not be so worried about getting the maximum use out of her and like having a script planned or a storyboard planned for while she's there but to just go about my day the way I normally am grabbing a camera and putting it down where I'm working and then just just have her there for two hours and just have her just do that just do the camera work and just, just try it too I mean you might yeah. maybe maybe her interest isn't so much of being the camera maybe she's going to have some ideas or maybe she can do some of the the sand the 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 other work that you could be doing while you're filming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? Just give it a try and see see where mm. it goes. Mm. Yeah, interesting well, that's, that's ideas, the, Bill. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the plan. I said interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? I think he wants to do the sanding. He wants her to be uh, filming him so that he can get more videos done. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no, not I'm sa- <clears throat> maybe why he can't get more. I think for some people it's different. They they don't want to. They don't want to have that part of it being done for them. I can get more videos done if I had somebody doing the sanding or cutting the twenty pieces at twelve inches long. I would hire. I would hire into the store. You know. I would. I would hire right. differently for that. I'm not. I'm hiring a, a student of of cinematography. Like I would hire. Okay, like, okay. I I forgot you know about what, that part. You know what I mean? I would hire like. <laughs> I would hire like a, a guy that's into woodworking, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what? What? Um, do you know what kind of gear she's bringing with her? Is she bringing her own stuff, she, or is she using your camera? Uh, she's using my stuff. Uh, she has probably a similar, maybe slightly better SLR than me, and then she also mm-hmm. has a um, she has a drone that it was broken, but I don't know if she's uh-huh. going to fix it or not. So she's with the truck. That'd be a lot of fun. So yeah. she, she said she could bring the drone down. We could do some stuff. Maybe even drive around and have the drone chase it, and you know. Yeah, but um, yeah. So uh, very cool. Yeah, that's and then I've got like plans. Well, I guess it's probably my turn to talk about what I'm up to. Yeah, um, why not? One of the things I'm up to with the truck is, um, you know, I'm, I've gotten uh, kind of roughed out and stuff, and I've been working really hard on on finding um, cool products uh, that I I could get. You know, like sponsors, basically, like kind of like, hey, you know, if if you're willing to donate this product to the truck, I can I can advertise it for you in my videos and and whatnot and um i i recently got it took a little bit of work but i found a company that makes a solar uh generator um the uh the company is max oak and they make this thing called the blue eddy it's a 1500 watt uh solar generator so you can plug it in it's lithium ion batteries and you Mm -hmm. can plug it in and charge it in your on your wall outlet or you can get solar panels which i'll have to buy and charge it with solar panels um and so I think it's 100 watts of solar panels in full sun. I think it charges in six to eight hours. Um, and it's got two outlets. So That's it's actually pretty good. Yeah. It was, I mean, it, in reality, it's probably not going to do that well because I'm going to fix them flat on the roof of my truck. So I'm not going to be able to angle them or, or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but you can also plug it into an outlet to charge it, which is nice. Um, and so this should be enough power to, to power a, 
a guitar amplifier and a microphone you know what i mean like stuff like that so what i promise them in exchange for this piece is besides the install and the and the you know the specs type stuff i said i'll um i'll, I'll drive this truck out into a field somewhere and have my buddies play on it until the battery dies you know play loud we'll oh bring, that's cool we'll bring, We'll bring a big PA and we'll just play off this thing until it dies and we'll just film it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, stuff like that is where having a filmmaker or a camera person is going to be very useful and having yeah. that drone. Right, right. You know? Because I, I just get my old band together. Just be like, hey, let's just do a set. I don't know. Probably be an hour. We'll be able to play if we bring the full PA system out. Let's see how long we can push it, you know? 1,500 amps at 100. And t- yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Are yeah. um, electricity prices cheaper at night where you guys are? Oh, for charging? Yeah. Um, not Well, where I am, we have a trash to energy plant. Uh, and so I it's the same much. rate no matter what time of day? Yeah, I'm pretty, as far as I know. What about you, Bill? I feel like it's different for you. It is, but I don't know. But I do know it is. I do believe what you just said, that I think it's cheaper early hours. It costs more. They charge more like during the peak hours during the day. Yeah. During prime, yeah. air conditioner stuff in the house. Yeah. They, so yeah. What, what that is, is Tesla came out with something called the power wall. And I guess yours would be the smaller thing. So basically what you're doing is it, it's like a PVR for <coughs> electricity. You charge the power wall, pardon me, during, uh, during off-peak hours. You pay the lower rate and then you use it during prime time. So the thing is supposed to, is it, you're basically offsetting your power use. Um, hmm. So I was thinking that's an interesting concept for you as well, is if you're actually charging it during off-peak hours and then using it, or, but 1,500 watts. Well, that would be maximizing the energy, yeah, I mean, for it, sure. It, it, this is a 40-pound suitcase. It's not like a massive, massive right. thing, but it should right. be It should be interesting to see. I mean, there's, there's other... Um, okay, uh, th- sorry. Um, there's other... Um, uh, things I'm looking into for power uh, about battery powered amplifiers and whatnot too to uh, eliminate power usage, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but I and then I'm also going to just rig up a one of those like RV outlets so you can just like burn an extension cord and plug the truck in if you needed to, you know. But I, I really wanted to do because I'm trying to showcase all these different types of you know forward thinking products and different you know unique things and so that was one I thought having instead of a gas generator or something and then I was going to do just buy solar panels and get regular lead batteries. And just rig up my own system for you know probably cost me a few hundred bucks um, in batteries and what to do that. But then the lithium ion, I was like, oh, this is where it's at. And if I, my I power goes out of home, I can do. pick the thing up and carry it home. <laughs> right. I, I got something you need to do, and uh, it's going to sound funny, but it's actually you've probably seen it. Um, Gilligan's Island, the professor makes the bicycle be the oh, generator. Yeah. They actually do that at, at Maker Fair. There's yeah, a uh, power thing where you go at Maker Fair. Yeah. You get on, you get on the extra cycle, and it, it does something, and then they give it to you because you made it with your power. Have something like that. That would be fun, like an interactive thing. You know, it's like, hey, I'll play this song, and the kids can ride the bicycle to power the amp uh, or something like that. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun. And that's what's so cool about this project is that in the future we can just go, just go hog wild with it. You know, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Another. What about another electricity th- generated from plucking the strings? Of the right. Guitar. Don't get me started on perpetual motion. I know it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I be, before you continue, mm-hmm. I just saw um, I here's a recommendation, uh, Abominable. It's a Pixar type animated oh, I've seen Disney it. Yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. But anyway, the girl's playing his violin and it breaks. So Abominable to fix it, he uses his hair. And so when she's playing it, all this power and electricity and magic comes out of it because it's his hair, not on the string, not, not on the, the bow, but actually for the strings. Yeah. So it's just, you know, so never mind. Go ahead. Okay. No, that sounds that sounds plausible. You know? Five bees for a quarter, they'd say. So let me just add to my list here. Okay. Um, magic hair. Okay, I got it. So. <laughs> you were hacking in CSI there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another cool product, uh, like product plug I got, I was just, uh, opened the boxes up and I'm super excited about it is, uh, I wanted to, you know, for a flooring, I wanted to put something super thin and I wanted a carpet to help with sounds. And I, I found this company, they're, they're called Foss Floors and they make, um, carpet tiles like the peel and stick out of yeah. recycled water bottles, you know, cause you can make anything out of these water bottles. It's polyester, yeah. you know what I mean? <clears throat> um, and so they're just, they're. Like their whole bio sheet on their website is like perfect. They're like this big company. They've been around for a little while, and but they do they do all this like product. That like it's a super green plant, and they make these very like almost like industrial grade carpet tiles. They're super thin. Um, they're designed to go right over existing carpets, like in ugly office buildings and stuff, or yeah. over floors. Uh, and so I I got them to send me a few boxes of the stuff, 
they I got these sort of long skinny ones instead of squares and I got them in three different colors so I can do like a mix you know like a pattern or something but so the first thing it I almost thought looks like it almost looks like palawood flooring the way yeah it's got like lines and stuff and uh, and I just yeah. did some very neutral kind of gray colors but the very first thing I thought of like when I they came in I was like can I laser cut these things and yes I can so I oh. I laser cut out like a little arrow just out of the corner of one I don't want to waste a whole one in case it made a mess you know um, and it worked perfectly. So I'm going to take and I'm actually going to cut. I, I was able to replace with a separate color. So I'm actually going to do like arrow patterns, like all my lo- logo arrows, like oh, all on the clever. floor. So it's going to be it's going to be sick. And uh, and so then I the 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 woman uh, Stephanie at the company that that sent them to me. Like as soon as I did my little test cut, I you know, like I took a picture and I sent it to her. I was like I was like look at what happens when you cut these with the laser cutter. And she's like oh my god, that's awesome. So like they're all excited about it too to see this like really cool, you know, their product being used in this use really cool way. Uh, oh, other thing, uh, the May issue of Make Magazine. I had my first byline in Make Magazine. I was Congrats, very, very I excited about. And they they forgot to mail me a copy, so I was like writing to them like every day, like, "Hey, is that copy? When's like, when am I gonna get it? When am I gonna?" Get it? <laughs> so they finally like FedEx me one to shut me up. <laughs> and uh, so I got that, and I have a byline in Make, uh, which is awesome. And I think I'm gonna have another one. I'm talking to them about doing something else. Um, well, uh, the 400-year-old guitar I was working on a while ago was put on hold because my buddy Rob, uh, I was waiting for the pickups to come from him. He got slammed with orders. Um, and then he finally got the pickups, and he sent them to me. And I told him, I was like, I said, be creative. I said, the whole project is about being made out of 400-year-old wood with copper accents. He's like, copper, got it. I got a great idea for you. So he goes, and I finally, like, he's late. He's like, I'm so sorry they're late. I'm mailing them out to you. I get them. I open them up, and they're beautiful, beautiful black with a brass trim so copper <laughs> so, so, I was, so I was like hey I was like these are gorgeous I was like but they're not copper and he's like oh dude he's like I'm so sorry I messed up he just got brass and copper mixed up in his head because he had so much stuff going on so he's like I'm gonna rush out another pair so he just sent me out a pair and I just got them today and he did these copper tops with this like hand twisted copper it's just a, they're like works of art they're well, so cool send me those ugly brass ones in the <laughs> oh I'm gonna use them don't worry about that <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to finally finish that guitar up. And I've got that two-string fiddle. Uh, I just started getting in paint today. I got a lot of little things to solve still, but I think, um, I think I'm close. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that um, I took my family to a local protest. Um, and I know that, you know, we're not really getting into this type of stuff in the, in the podcast, but I just wanted to, to mention this. I went to a local protest to sort of support um, black lives. And uh, it was a local organize, organized um, peaceful protest. And I was very impressed with the amount of people that came out of my very small white town. Um, and what they asked us to do in this protest, we were all lined up down Main Street, social distance and stuff. They asked us to, uh, to lay on the ground for nine minutes with our hands behind our back, um, as that was the, the protest. And uh, so I brought my family, and I, I laid on the, the pavement for nine minutes staring my, my 10-year-old son in the eyes while he laid next to me. And... Uh, if that doesn't make you think about life a little bit, I don't know what you're made of, but uh, I just I want to put that out there, and uh, and I'll defer back to our regular uh, cheerful discussion. But it was uh, it was the, the most memorable part of my week for certain. Well, here here. I don't know what to say to follow that, frankly. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, sure. I mean, we might have to be done. Yeah. We might have to be done. That was pretty Yeah, awesome. it, was, it was tough. It was tough, um, but important, you know. Well, you, as soon yeah. as you said that you were staring at Vance in the eye, like, you know, my son is not that much younger than Vance, and so I sort of put myself what you, in what you just said. And Yeah, just silently for nine minutes. You know, it's and it was it was cute because he wanted to go, and and uh, it was cute that he <laughs> he unlike every adult <laughs> had the foresight to take his watch off and lay it down in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so he was keeping an eye on the time the whole time, which uh, I thought was really really cute. <laughs> well, I, I I can finally now and again slightly join in on on stuff like this from you too, and uh, I can say that I'm extremely proud of my daughter. Um, just what she's had to say about what's going on is, is pretty cool and it's, it makes me proud to just to see that and, and to know that well at least I got some DNA running out there doing something well for mm-hmm. the world so that's cool yeah she seems like a pretty good kid too I hope mm-hmm. to get to meet her someday how did how did I, I know we're supposed to get to a topic and we always do this where we just catch up but um so she's yeah. she's graduated I saw the photo um yep how uh, does she know what happens in the fall with college I mean 
Does anybody? Uh, she's going. So as far as they know, everything's set for her to go. So right now, <laughs> and this is kind of fun, uh, there's a mutual understanding of her wanting to um, spread her wings and mom and dad wanting the space. So mm. she's going to move out down the street with her mom's sister. So her aunt has got a spare bedroom. <laughs> so she's going to stay with her aunt for a few months just to kind of have her own room for cool. the first time. And uh, yeah. she's looking for like some part-time work. But basically it's stay there for a while and gonna go to school in the fall. So in southern Utah, about three hours away from her from her uh, where she grew up. So that's really cool. Hmm. Awesome. awesome. That is cool. Everything's a go as of now. As yeah. of now. So she'll yeah. be there'll be uh, student housing. She's qualified. Everything's pretty much paid for. Um, she should be able to get a little bit of part time work to help with food. But other than that, she qualified for basically a full ride. So I'm very proud of her. Amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that's incredible. We're pretty much, uh, as of June 22nd, Montreal will be open back up. Like, you will be allowed to have people in your house again. You'll be allowed to have up to 10 people from three different families in your house. You're allowed, uh, everything's going to be opening back up again. Um, I don't know how that's possible, given that we are pretty much an epicenter. But uh, here we go. No, with no restrictions or with modified restrictions? Minor, it sounds like minor We are the last county here uh, in the Bay Area. Everybody's mm-hmm. open but us, Alameda County, the East Bay, basically. Yeah. So Casey's still not able to open. Mm-hmm. However, today they just posted that if things keep going the way they're going, within about four weeks, she will be, be able to open. Because a lot of other counties are already, the salons are open, they're just, but they're modified. You're still only allowed, you got to have a certain amount of distance, you got to, mm-hmm. everybody's got to wear a mask, all the, you know, you can't have a waiting area, there's no serving coffee and donuts, you know, it's yeah. just. A lot of waiting well, rest- car around here. Restaurants are going to be open, so if you can open a restaurant. Restaurants are now opening, restaurants are now opening with outside seating and yep. modified inside seating. So, I mean, things are opening up, but it ain't even close to being normal the no. only thing that's getting back to normal is traffic which i'm starting i'm like oh yeah. no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i actually yeah, yeah you know what i was gonna say something i changed my mind let's move on to our topic prime okay. time baby um so optimus prime time yeah uh, something about prime rib what did someone say about that? Oh yeah, uh, all of those things are applicable. Be- beef rub? What? I don't know what you were saying before. Yeah. Anyway. Steak rub. Steak rub. Steak rub. Listen, whatever you do in your own time and in your house is your business. Okay. Um, what we are talking about is the the weather's nice. You know, the winter's over. The spring uh, muddy rainy season is over. It's basically summertime at this point, and the weather is beautiful, and people are finally taking their old furniture out of their house, and they're putting it on the curb. So what does that mean? That means it is prime reclaiming time. Um, and an example of that that I saw today was, and I, I mentioned it earlier in the What I'm Up To, was that uh, that dining room table leaf. And and I gave it a half a second thought, you know, because it is, it is still corona, COVID, whatever, and uh, I was like, should I take that? Should I not take that? I was like, ugh, it's too good. I'll just wash my hands. Jeez. Um, so it went into my trunk. But I think that it was the up- initial topic idea, right? And so I mean, it is part of the topic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But what? Are, let me ask. What are the things that you are hoping to find now that it is more of a prime time for this kind of thing? Well, I can start off. Um, first thing, uh, like you, I think, are the the easiest things that, that people are, for whatever reason, this time of year, it's when people buy new stuff and their old stuff goes out on the curb. So the solid wood anything is the first mm-hmm. things I'm always, yeah. first thing that always catches my eye. You know, anything that's 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 not uh, particle board or press wood, uh, anything that's not, you know, just cheap and flimsy, it's like, oh man, they finally, my aunt finally bought themselves a new dining table. They're getting rid of that 50-year-old piece of junk that's, Solid maple, yeah, right, something like that. That's, yeah. That's, that survived yeah, two I'll, world I'll wars, that. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go to IKEA. <laughs> yeah, get something new. Yeah. I like to look for hardware too. Like, yes, don't get me wrong. I absolutely for anything yeah. that's solid wood, that's straight. I I don't really pick up anything that's curved because there's not much that I can do to that. Yeah, yeah. That's not really something I look for. Yeah, I look let's, for. Let's take let's take a sidetrack real quick with that yeah. that um, 
What do you mean by curved? Like a chair back for so maybe something like that. But I was thinking more of like a Queen Anne style thing, you know, with like you know, cabrio legs. Like I, there's nothing I can do with that because any given point that you're going to cut straight is going to be too small to be. Well, there's nothing that you would do with that, yeah. right? Yeah. But what can, is? Can you think of anything that you could do with that? I mean. It, what about because one of the things I like to do is Frankenstein stuff right yeah I'll, that's, find, I'll that, save those old cabriole legs and I'll save this and you can kind of put things together and it actually becomes a really interesting piece because I, I don't even know how to explain it. eclectic it's a, yeah. one piece of furniture that's eclectic did right? you ever see Toy Story the original one with the boy that yeah, made yeah, all the yeah. Frankenstein don't ruin yeah. him he's a special boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he was a psychopath obviously but yeah. um yeah. Yeah. No. Like that's mishmash I mean, all his toys together. Yeah, but you know, sometimes those are like that was where I started the business, right? You know, what, of right. doing this is like finding that thing and then utilizing those shapes to bearded dragon. I mean, utilizing those shapes to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, to to like because I didn't have tools, right? So I couldn't. I didn't have a bandsaw, so I couldn't cut a curve. So like, oh, I got a piece of wood with a curve. How can I use it? You know, I think that we've all been doing this for a little longer now, so we've evolved into different things and. And, like, I don't do that anymore because I don't want to build up inventory of things. I don't do it unless it's sold now. Yeah. You know? Well, well I think you're like me, Phil. You don't really... No, and the thing also is that, like, I um, I had a whole point I was going to make. Jeez. Oh. Hmm. Uh, well, for people that are just starting out, I, I think there's something, because I get this question still, what's an idea for an easy first project? One of the easiest things you can do is to take legs off of one table and put that's the tabletop is messed up and put that onto a, a coffee table top that's okay, that doesn't have good legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those are easy projects where you're still keeping half of some. You're, you're finding two separate pieces and you're keeping half of it out of the landfill by doing that. That's you a know, good so, point. That, those are easier type projects and it gets the juices flowing and gets the creativity started. So just to keep it out there. So when you said it's like, well, it's like I can't really use that. I think people can use that, but it's kind of a, a starter thing. That you, know, we, you don't want to use it. I can't because it's not my style. I don't. I actually <laughs> love reclaimed as a material, but not as a look. Right. Like I don't want right. the no, things I, I make can, to look I reclaimed. That. I like them to look new. With maybe like if you see like um, like an old iron nail hole where it's a little bit of like the the right, black right. tarnish from the nail. That's cool. Like, that adds some character, but I don't like the whole distressed, reclaimed look. You're still look. going for a shaker look or a, a, an English look yeah. or something like that, mm -hmm. but using reclaimed materials. Yeah, a mission, whatever, yeah. I, I personally like, now, one of the things I like to do is to create, it looks like it's reclaimed. You can tell, yep, that's a bed frame for the metal. Yep, that's a right. pallet wood for the top. You know, I, I kind of like that. Now, ultimately, I would like to be able to do what you do when I have my own house and I'm settled into my old age. Um, it makes specific pieces of furniture that I'm actually going to keep. Right now, I make stuff and it's like, case. oh, this is amazing. We're going to keep this forever. I'm like, eh, as soon as I get bored with it, that's going to turn into <laughs> something else we're going to get given away. Because yeah. yeah. these aren't heirloom to me. They're not that special because I can whip these up all day long every day. Right. They're, mm -hmm. they're under a look called for now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for now. Yeah. For, yes. I like this. For now. And it's minimal effort. Yeah. It's you know, right. it's like it's not like you spend hours and hours milling things and, and gluing them and then milling them again. And it's not like you spend hundreds of dollars right. on material. It's like oh, I got this table and this table and I'm gonna merge them into this table and it fits this corner. And then when I'm done, I can take and it apart and make something else. Right. And oddly enough, there is actually a market for that kind of stuff. I mean, the uh, the Duresta's Southern California, Matt and his dad, no, they're killing make it. A, mm. make, yeah, they're killing it with that type of a look, that reclaimed. Has, there's Shabby no chic. doubt that somebody took a bunch yeah. of found stuff and made some stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what that is. So, I think anyway. But to continue, Phil, if you'd like. Well, what the other thing I was going to say was that finding these like uh, these basically glued up panels, right? Which is what a lot of this stuff is. If you're looking at a dining room table, right. a desktop, whatever these things, right? These are the things that you would get to, like if you didn't have a planer. How great is it to find something like this, right? And if you didn't have like yeah. big clamps, how you're literally getting to the end result. All you gotta do is sand it down, and you've got a glued-up panel that you can make anything out of. I was gonna say it's not if you don't. What if you do have all that stuff? Well, how do. much time is it gonna take you what? to mill it, to glue it up, to wait for that, to plane it all down, to surface the top, and to get it ready? Where you've now just found that piece of, you know, yeah. and it's it's like ta-da. Every time it's I find it, it's such a blessing. Ta-da. It's such a blessing. I love it. Uh, that, I had this a is golden find for me. 
years ago there was this tool store in town it's gone now the building's gone um and it was like kind of like a harbor freight thing it was a lot of like cheap tools a guy would like buy lots of and he had weird things in there too like like odd size men's t-shirts and long johns <laughs> it's just this weird totally. store but yeah. the guy was he was he was just, like, just a wheeler and deal he did a lot of flea markets and stuff and um and this was like a storage slash store and his daughter played maddie's hockey team whatever so i got to know him pretty well and I used to shop there. But so he had in this building, he owned it. It used to be a, a train station at some point in time. He had all those um, carts that had the two wheels on one side and the two steel legs on the other. Uh, very industrial looking. They weren't the super old ones with like the big cart wheel in the middle. But they're like, people make coffee tables out of them, you know. Uh, oh, the, yeah, hardware, yeah. the hardware on it was very like 1950s, 1940s. So it wasn't like the really cool stuff. Like there's like rubber on the tires and stuff. But still, it was these solid oak, one inch thick oak planks. They're about 30 inches by 48 inches low 10 12 inches off the ground you put the metal hook in it pick up one end and drag it you know he had like oh maybe 75 of these things in his basement you know yeah and um yeah and so i was like oh i was like dude i could really use these you know like the wood and i was like would you sell them and uh, he's like yeah and i think I, I don't remember it was a long time ago it was like where again where i got my start i think i bought it for like 25 dollars a piece oh my god um, and uh i mean just to buy that oak new for each one of those would be 100 bucks you know um, never mind all the hardware and stuff, and and so I I bought a whole bunch of them off. I, every time I had like like fifty to hundred bucks, I'd go in and buy a couple. You know, I ended up buying probably like ten or twelve of them before one day his wife right. was there, and she uh, at one point in time she even opened up like a shabby chic store or something. Oh no, no, she had uh, it wasn't her; it was someone else. But but she was into that stuff, and she like like found out that he was selling them to me for so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Put the kibosh on it. <laughs> I think she started trying go, to sell it for like 150. Shops. Yeah, you go into one of those shops. People are taking those things. They're cleaning it a little bit. They're throwing a piece of glass on top of it, and it's now an expensive, useless coffee table. Ta-da. Go back the way it sits. But I mean, but well, no, for but six, that was seven hundred dollars. That low, that low table was was real in for yeah. a while. Um, right, right. And uh, yeah, that was, I mean, that was the beginning of my Etsy store. I'd put these things up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd do that. I'd clean them up. I would take the wheels off one side. I'd use the wood for some stuff, and I'd put two of the the metal frames, like the legs, because they looked better than the wheels. The wheels looked ugly. They weren't like the cool vintage, you know. Um, and so I'd, I'd just make like jewelers, jewelers tables, I think they call them, um, yeah. out yeah. of them. And I would sell them for like 400 bucks. Yeah. You know? And I'd, I'd have a couple hours of work into them, sure, but. Whatever. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. It's it, it it is. I'm, my juices are flowing now because it is it is prime time now. One of the things I look at, I look for. You're right, Phil. Is hardware. One of the hardware that I love is finding the hairpin legs on something that hmm. somebody's throwing away. And I've got two sets of hairpin legs now on the side of my house, and I keep those. And here's why: people say, you know how easy those are to make. I'm like, yeah, they are. They're super easy. Yeah. So by the time you find the rod to bend, yeah. and by the time you heat it up, and you usually make a jig for it, so you can c- kind of make the bends consistently, because you're going to make four four sets of the legs. Yeah. By the time I that's a, that's all day long yeah. of making these hairpin legs. Or I found that them. I really like the style of anyway. And now I have two sets of them. They're just and I I can find those everywhere. If I was making furniture and a lot of them, and then I would I would invest the time and money into setting up something that's yeah. a jig or, or a pr- little production part where I can make a lot of them when I use them because I use them all the time. But for now, it's like if I come up with something, it's like well I can make some hairpin legs. But no, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm just not. I'm not going to spend all day making some hairpin legs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to the side of my house and I already have some because I found these on the side of the road or on the curb during this time of year and a lot of Sometimes you'll find a patio, the old metal patio furniture that people throw away will have some type of hairpin style legs on them. Keep an eye on that. That's I've never seen that. Find it. I would love to see that. Yeah. I like to I'd, find hinges. I like uh, Hinges are super useful for jigs yeah. in the shop, for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, hinges are something to save. Um, all those little bits. And I, I always look for what I, because I'm a, you know, quote artist or whatever. I always look for the things that are just cool looking or weird looking. And I'm, that's one of the things I'm trying to stop myself from doing. And you don't necessarily find that in the household trash as much, but um, you know that was like like flea markets. You, you know, yeah. Sometimes people are just like cleaning out a house, and there's just like you know some weird well, like. It, it depends thing. upon it's all perspective, right, Mister Perspectives Music? Because yeah. I have an aluminum Alhambra bottle. It's not an Alhambra bottle, but it's the same shape and size as a plastic Alhambra bottle. It's made out of aluminum. It's probably super old. I don't know what the heck I'm ever going to do with it. But that was a curbside find. Hmm. You know, yeah. it's just somebody probably had it. Who knows from where? And it's just sitting there. I'm like, 
if anything, you clean that up, make it shiny, you stick some, some uh, you know, those big foxtail furs, and it'd be a neat-looking vase thing inside the house, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I would like to find um, one of those sewing machines, the old ones that are, like, foot-powered or whatever, or treadles. That would be yeah. a cool – like, I know a ton of people have already made coffee tables with that or stuff, but I, I think that's a really, really cool look. Um, and I'd yeah. love to – that's something that I would be on the lookout for. I would think that would be cool. Please no one email I, me and tell me that you have one and you'll ship it for $200. Yeah, for $1,000, yeah. yeah. I, think I just that, want to find it. Yeah, they're a little harder to find because they were so popular for a while that I think yeah. everybody knows they're worth something now. Like, I remember going to one scrapyard in the, or a junkyard, the guy – he was just kind of a ripoff guy, and he he wanted 150 bucks for a set of those legs, just the legs, you know. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Casey still got in her salon in the bathroom. Uh, the little table is one of those old sewing machines that I found. Mm-hmm. Fixed it up, turned it into a table as opposed. And, but I still kept the function of the pedal. So while you're sitting there, you know, doing your business, you can reach out with your little toe and see if it works, and it does. <laughs> awesome, that's awesome. That is that is good because sometimes you need something to take your mind off of it. You know, off of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I wonder if you could power my guitar amp with that pedal. <laughs> you need a big flywheel while I'm doing my business. Yeah. Yeah. That's a win-win for Put everybody. That on the Sway. truck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Right. Um, so, right, Sway, you haven't really piped in on this. What are some things that you look forward to when you're out and about. And you're, you're the most experienced, so it's probably old hat to you. But Well, you know, yeah, I, I haven't been collecting much lately. Like I, I was talking about last week, I'd gotten those like 100-something pallets that were perfect for this job that I had. I looked, I looked for stuff like that, like, you know, for what I'm working on or what I plans I have in my, my brain mind that I may or may not get to. Sometimes, like, I have – I mean, I have a, probably 100 things in my head that I want to make, right? And, um, you know, I'm never going to make them all necessarily, but – Sometimes uh, an opportunity will present itself to push something up on the list, right? Like, oh, that's exactly what I needed to make this thing. Uh, so I'll grab it. Or sometimes I'll see something and it'll just be like, you know, there's just that weird, like, like, oh, my God, that would make such a great, like, the satellite dishes. When I saw a satellite dish and I saw that Eames chair shape and I was like, I have to make, I need more right. satellite dishes, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, right now I'm not looking for anything. But I will always, always, always pull over for like like what Phil just did like like a hardwood furniture like or material and the other thing I look for is um people a lot of times people you know cut down trees and they they put the rounds out you know for free Mm -hmm. um and sometimes people like especially if they cut them too long like because then I like those longer pieces but so if I see like a nice looking like maple tree or ash tree get cut down or you know even sometimes a walnut tree um I'll grab some of those rounds uh, even though I don't have the equipment to mill them down because I'll just, I split them with an ax. Uh, I usually split them in at least half. And then, you know, if it's 12 inches around, I split it in half. Now I can run it through my bandsaw, my six inch clearance bandsaw. Right. right? And I'll just yeah. like literally like rough out boards that way and get, mm-hmm. and get, uh, you know, so I let them sit around my shop for a year or two and then I'll, I'll split them. You know, sometimes I'll split them first and, or I'll do a bunch at a time, you know, but like a lot of times when people cut down trees by themselves, they don't, think about 18 inches for firewood and so they'll cut them two feet long 30 inches long and it'll be really heavy and then like oh crap what am i going to do with this so they'll push it out they'll roll it out to the edge of the street and hope someone will take it and if my back is feeling strong that day (laughs) i will (laughs) so So, what you're calling round is actually logs right exactly logs that aren't split you know um they're not firewood yet rounds to me are like the short the cookies yeah oh well cookies yeah yeah. no i know no interest in cookies really but uh no logs yeah logs i feel like and i don't want to speak for you but i feel like you've done a great job of um making this you can stuff speak for com- me if you're starting like that <laughs> oh okay all right then i feel <laughs> like you've great. done a great job of like networking and making this stuff come to you and so that you have to go out and get it less yeah and also i well, not only that but you source actual materials that are instead of having to find that log that you can hopefully come up with a few boards for now you know the place that that does that work and you can so you're drive you're by expanded enough yeah. now finding that carpeting that's made out of bottles you know so it's i i think all of us if we get to a point where we want to be where you're at that's that's the natural progression of doing it you're a business now you're you're a little bit more than just making a coffee table and trying to sell it and pay rent you're actually you've got some revenue streams going you have those resources now where i'm going to find the materials that i want that are 
friendly to the planet, but mm. I don't have to go digging around all the time for those. Yeah. Like, you know, I've still got a bunch of holocore doors, so I'm not looking for holocore doors right now. But when I run out, I'll put the flyers out again. I'll put the word out, and I'll find some. And, you know, like, I've still got a pretty decent amount of chestnut. Uh, it's like a real, it's real PIA chestnut. It's full of nails. But so, like, and I'm in the process of trying to sort of clean and organize and, and take over more of the space in the barn, so I'm not really in a rush to bring anything else in. But if I see that hardwood dining table, you better leave I'm going to grab it because I'll always grab those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. But you, and, you know, and that's, that's what's going to stop me right now, something really unique or just hardwood of any kind, you know. Yeah. But the point I was also making, not necessarily for Tim, but for all of us is, is make sure that your friends and family know that, like, mm-hmm. you want this stuff. I had a colleague from work who happens – well, we're not, we don't work together anymore because I'm, you know, self-employed, Bill. But um, he called me and he's like, I'm throwing out my bed. And there's You're wood. between jobs? I'm not between jobs. I'm in a job. Never mind. I, uh, and he says, I'm throwing out a bed. And it's got a bunch of wood in it. Do you want it? And he lived three streets over, so I drove over there. And uh, he had, like, two dozen bed slats. And they were all – after I, I didn't know what they were at the time, but when I got them home and I played them down, they were mahogany. They were Maranti mahogany. Like, mm. score of a lifetime. So yeah. just make it known that if anyone's throwing anything out and it's made of wood or whatever material you want to work with, uh, you know, let me know. I'll come by and get it. Yeah, and I, I, I feel bad when I say no because a lot of times people have things that are just nothing I'm interested in. Yeah. And, uh, I used to not say no, and then I got myself into a little bit of a problem, you know. So now I say no, well, but I just let them know, it's like balancing. I say no all the time, right? I just, yeah, I just say I say, hey, I really appreciate it, you know. Please keep asking me, but not this time. And people, well, people what you're going to find, you're going to find people have two motivations. One of them is they have a really neat thing that they think you would do something cool with, yeah. and they want to share that with you. Yeah. The other people have crap in their garage that they think you'll come and take away for them for free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah for free. Yeah. Yeah. So my neighbors were, were uh, my neighbors next door, they have this port swing. It's all aluminum and I don't know how many years old it is. They're like, do you want it? Do you want it? Do you want it? I was like, no, no, I don't want that. It's big and bulky. I don't know what I would do with it. You sure? You don't want it? I was like, no, I'll yeah. help you move it if you want. Oh, okay. Can't you Yeah. Can't you cut Fair it enough. up in little pieces and use those little pieces for something? No, actually I can't. No, yeah, what well, am I supposed I, to do with like aluminum thin wall tubing? Yeah. Well, well, I don't have a welder. <laughs> Actually, you, yeah. well, you do have a you do have a welder. So you can't do that with it, but you yeah, do have you because you're hogging it. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Someone made a comment on a YouTube video of I yours. Know, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, I figured what it says like, oh, Phil using using Phil's uh, welder. I <laughs> see. That was funny. I thought that was really. I think funny. it was Jackman. Yeah. Uh, no, have... somebody more recently than that. Yeah, no, there was another one. That, there was another one that oh. that's not even related to the transaction. He just is listening and knows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is still very funny to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think the uh, message is is get out there, take a look, yeah. be safe, wash uh, your hands, wash your hands, and uh, and let your friends know that you know you want their wooden garbage. But, but tis the season, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, this is the time. You're right. When the weather changes and starts getting nice, for some reason, it's, it's a reclaimer's paradise. Mm. Yeah. Kind of rhymed. Yeah. That, uh, gangster's paradise, reclaimer's paradise. That could have been the title. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Do we have any... Uh Negatory, negatory, oh, which is where what? I will cue Bill. Lay the guilt trip, Bill. Please and thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try a different. I'm going to try to appeal to people's better halves or better sides or appeal to their to their, their the, the niceties that I know that they have within them. We, we're, I, I don't want you to feel guilty. I want you to. I want you to think about. Do you have anything that you want said? Use this. Use us as a platform for anything you want to talk about. The um. The rainbow-colored guppies that are in danger now in uh, in the southern state of um, of uh, Montana, you can you can make this your platform. Save the rainbow guppy. I will do that for you. Five stars, and I will save the rainbow guppy for you. And I want you to know that's what we do here. We will do this for you for five stars, and not because 
of any other reason than we're bigger and better than you, apparently, because you don't want to write us reviews. So hmm. just do what you can. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really understand that. Uh, yeah, Montana's a northern <laughs> state, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> potato, potato. Right. To Here's you, a- Phil, it's a southern state. So Oh, huh. interesting. Ah, yes. Well, yes. to me, they're all southern states. <laughs> <laughs> Except Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and Hawaii. Yeah, I'm going to apl- uh, sort of reach a different market than the guppy savers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you dare diminish the guppy savers. Uh, listen, I know that everybody's schedules have been different for the past few months, and I I get it. And we have seen a you know we have seen that in our numbers that you know people aren't driving as much. They're a little bit further behind in the podcast. It seems to be older podcasts getting listened to. Uh, more than the newer ones. Everybody's trying to catch up. And I get it. Y'all have lives, right? But we have this rating thing we need you guys to write about. So I think it's time to be a little less selfish. And think about Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and think about how you can insult Bill. Yeah. And if I start review on... <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. We, we, you know, we know you're out there and we know you haven't written the review. And... And that's and we just we need you to help us insult Bill. That's all. And how how amazing would it be to write a review that is so disguised as an insult to me that I would read it out and think I was complimented? I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you right wow. now to do that. Wow. Uh, I gotta change my screen name. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, any tips? I have a tip. I do have a tip. I had to do something and this is probably old hat. Most people know it, but I had to change out a wall socket in the house. And what I do is just habit. If I don't just change it without turning the power off, which I'm getting older now, I don't do that as often. Uh, when I need to go out in the garage and flip the breaker, I grab my, my extension cord that I use for my yard stuff. So it's like a 50-foot extension cord. I plug it into that socket, and then I run it out to wherever yeah. the breaker is. I plug in a light or a fan to something that's on-off, and with the thing turned on, I start flipping the breakers. When the light turns off, I know that's the breaker. Simple, easy peasy. In most houses, you know, unless you got a 5,000 square foot house, uh, a 50 foot extension cord will, for my garage will reach just about everything inside my 900 square foot home. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have a go. different system. I, I, I yell at my wife, did that do it? Yeah. How about <laughs> now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I spent some time. I took, um, I took two hours a few months back, and uh, when we bought the house, the breaker box was labeled, right? But it was labeled things like Noah's room and Katie's room. And I was like, I don't have a Noah or a Katie. I don't know who these people are. So I went out there, and I mapped. I remapped the whole house, and uh, and I drew out my own grid and mapped every single I, I tell you breaker. what, um, so at most places I've ever worked as – for maintenance when it's done right every outlet every light switch will have if you've got a little tiny label maker yeah you can put on there because every at, at, at the airport for example inside the office on every outlet switch and everything it says panel a1 breaker 22 right so you have no question if you got to replace it it's, it's like that i don't know if you have to go that extreme <laughs> that's a little not? much for my house yeah but everything is marked well, I, like I, living room lights Living yeah. room sockets and kitchen lights. You know what I mean. So it is pretty specific. Why, why couldn't you take? Why couldn't you? T- oh, here's a here's a tip and an idea. I just thought of it. Just right here, just now, folks. This is live. Take the plate off I, and do it uh, on the inside. Yeah. What if you took the plate off and put it labeled to put a label on the inside of it, so you well, can pull it out. Breaker twenty two. Boom. You're done. Breaker breaker one nine. No, what because about, uh, that's a lot of work. That's why. Well, what about some kind kind of like uh, invisible ink that you shine like a black light on to see? <laughs> <laughs> or Don't do laugh, it in blood, and then you can you use uh, what is it? If you do it in blood, the what is it? Felinol, the the blue the blue squirt stuff on CSI. They you can see the blood. Hmm. Uh, cool story, man. Uh, but I do like pen, uh, Tim's UV pen idea. That's an interesting one. Yeah. My uh, my system is I got it all up here. I'm tapping yeah, on my head exactly until exactly. until the next time I need to do something, and then I have to go flip and go. Is it this one, honey? Yeah. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, my system works. Um, 
let's see here. What was Tim's tip? What was yours? Uh, my my tip was, um, I have I have a couple. I have I have a backlog of them because Bill's had so many good tips lately. Um, but I'm gonna save one yeah. of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you just a, the quick one. Is listen to your children, um, because my son. Stupid. I know. All right, move on. Because <laughs> my son always has all these interesting ideas, and uh, and I, this is a, a lesson I learned uh, when Maddie was very little. I, I probably told the story before, but I was, I had this car, and I was like, I never drove it, but I had some kind of weird attachment to it. I didn't realize why, and I was trying to like everything was broken in it, and I was trying to get it inspected or registered or whatever I was doing. And it was hot, and I had the the door was broken, and she says to me, she says, why don't you just throw this car away? I mean, nothing works, and you never use it. And, uh, and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Because like children always have this sort of uncluttered perception of the world, right? Um, and so I love when I get stuck on a project, uh, brainstorming with, with, you know, Maddie's you know 21 now, so now her brain's cluttered with the world, but Vance is still young. I got a few more years. <laughs> and I just love having his, um, his insight of, of just not all the things that, can, that can't happen, uh, you know, like in him yet like he's just a what if it fly flew what if it and because there's there's some simplicity in there that can often inspire something uh to happen mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's my tip listen to your interesting because my brilliant children come up with ideas like daddy why don't we put in a big pool like the neighbors <laughs> is that the kind of stuff you're talking about well i mean you don't have to listen to all the ideas <laughs> oh okay 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 i thought it was like i thought it was like a keto diet like you have to do it all no, but like I'll be I'll be designing like I'll be working on my truck for instance is what I've been working on a lot and I'll I'll, I'll tell Vance I'll just tell him what I'm doing, uh, and I'll say like well this year's going to be a drawer and this year's going to be a closet and it'll open up in this I'm like what do you think of that I'd be like oh well what if the what if it did this and what if it did that and and sometimes his ideas are really brilliant because he's not thinking about well I need to buy a Forstner bit this size and a hinge this yeah. he's no, not right. thinking about that you know he's detached from. The, the minutia of life, <laughs> you know, and money. My yeah. kids are detached from money, so money. Yeah. Actually, Vance's Vance got a pretty good eye on that, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So that was my that was it. I, I like that tip. Um, let's see here. What's up next here? Uh, to, uh, what, you what grabbed your attention, Tim Sway? What grabbed your what, attention? What didn't? Um, uh, I I haven't been watching YouTube too much, but uh, there's a show on. On Hulu is a, an animated cartoon and is not for children. Do not share this with your children. Uh, called Solar Opposites. That's pretty funny. Hmm. Just it was just kind of weird cartoon. Okay. Is it? Cool. Bill. So I've, I I I want to make a recommendation and um, it's it's a it's a comedian. And you need to watch this show. And if you have already seen it, you'll understand. If you have not, it, first of all, it's genius comedy. It's make you laugh hard comedy. Um, and her name is Hannah Hansby. Mm. And if you haven't seen Hannah Hansby, you need to. She's got two stand up specials on Netflix. One was from 2018, she just did one recently. And one is named Nanette. Yeah, and the other one is named Douglas. But I want to say this, and I'm not going to spoil it. But I do want to say this: this is not for the faint of heart, especially for white middle-aged men. <laughs> Put on your big boy pants, watch this, enjoy it, yeah. and um, you can email me personally and tell me how awful she is for whatever reason. But if you actually can just, like I said, put on your big boy pants and enjoy. Learning, laughing, and listening to some really super important, amazing stuff. Insightful. Hannah Hansby. Yeah. Unique perspective. Insightful. It's yeah. it's just it's it's so far beyond good. Uh, and uh, this is my I I laughed. I cried. Uh, what 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 do you say? I laughed. I cried. I you know. Two thumbs up. Ch- Isn't there a saying? Changed your underwear. I know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was, it anyway. was, oh, no, that was different. It was, it was the best night. of times. It was the worst yes, of times. That, that, it was, no, that's it was not much, that. It was much better than Cats. I'm going to see it again and again. That was a Saturday Night Live skit where everybody got brainwashed in Cats. And they would come out and just say, it was like Cats was like a, 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 a hypnotist. <laughs> that was one of the cats that would hypnotize everybody. Oh, that's why Cats oh. is so successful. Well, or no, Hannah Hansby's not that. Yeah. No, but Nanette Hansby is, is just amazing, amazing comedy. 
go watch it. I challenge you. Yeah. I challenge you. And you can be mad afterwards and say Lutz is a jerk for, for even recommending this. <laughs> but I still challenge you because I think if anybody can watch that and come out not having thought and also smiled, then you're not human. So that's just my mm. my personal opinion. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend something a little bit more traditional for me. I uh, Jimmy video. Matthias Wandel is a... <laughs> no, I've done that before. Uh, I think I've done this one too before, but this is one of my favorite makers. He's just super consistent. He's out of the UK. His name is Rag and Bone Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just love his videos. They're always just great. Just consistently really, really good videos, and he presents really well. Um, and I just like him. I just like him. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all good. I got there. Yeah, it's great. Um, our websites are williamlutz.com, timsway.net, and newperspectivesmusic.com. I want you to contact us for those show topics, guys. Really, truly. Uh, hit us up uh, by email, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at reclaimedaudio. Um, on iTunes, leave us those reviews. Five stars will get read out, uh, regardless of what it says. Try to be complimentary, please. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. The absolute best way to keep us on the air. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. Be safe, everyone out there. And um, and have a great week. Bye, everybody. Uh, don't forget to tip your bartenders. Oh, wait. I mean, be good. <laughs> that's what I screwed up. It's the wrong, wrong podcast. <laughs>